You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, I jinxed it. I jinxed it. I said that uh, the Rays would have no trouble with Brad Keller and the Kansas City Royals. And the Royals, believe it or not, break the Rays' 11-game winning streak on a game that I actually attended at the Trop. So a double whammy there. I guess I can no longer go to any more Trop games or talk crap about mediocre teams. I guess that's the rule from now on. I guess we have uh, we we forgot the rule of 2020 when uh, that was in place, Kevin. Again, we cannot yes. say that they're they're going to have it easy. Every time on the podcast we talk about, well, you know, it's a mediocre offense or their pitchers not doing that well. It seems like they just shut 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 down the the lineup, and that's exactly what happened with Brad Keller yesterday. I'm sorry that on your first game back since what 2019 maybe like it, it seems like 20 years it seems like 1998 and not 2019 but yes <laughs> well and and then they gave you the two to one although i think there were a couple of really cool things that you got to experience experience yes. which was a career high 13 case for the ever benjamin button-esque rich hill what i mean he just needed to warm up we we gave yes. him too much crap in april and he just needed his 41-year-old muscles to just get in place, warm himself up. He needed an extended spring training. Right. You know, not the six weeks. He needed that extra month. And look at him now. He's got a 126 ERA in, in, in the month of May right now. He is, believe it or not, the best pitcher for the Rays in the month of May. He's out pitching Tyler Glass now. And not just the 13 strikeouts, but the eight innings, too. Yeah. Extremely, extremely yes. efficient at 41 years old in 75 days. You got to love it for P-Pop, Grandpappy, whatever you want to call him. I just can't wait till Wander Franco gets called up so we can see oh that, hey, God. Rich Hill could be the father of Wander Franco. He could be the dad to some of these kids. It's a great thing to see. And, and the way that he is just really a magician, he's not a thrower. He's a pitcher where he's like at 87, yes. 89, 91 miles per hour. You would think the Royals are, are looking at 99, 100 and, and how he starts with the curveball and ends with the, the fastball inside or at the top of the zone and mixing in a slider from different arm angles. Like it just goes to show you that if you want to have lengthy staying power as a big league pitcher that you can't just for your entire career get away with throwing gas, you have to evolve like maybe. 12, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, Rich Hill was, you know, throwing 93, 94, 95. He can't do that anymore. So he has to reinvent himself. And he's shown to be able to do that thus far, which is very impressive. You cannot let the ego beat you. 
And that's what yeah. Rich Hill has done. He's put the ego aside and said, look, I just want to be a baseball guy, a, a lifer. And that's what he, he put that ego aside and said, you know what? I, I will throw a 69 mile an hour curveball, yes. you know, starting at my armpit. Uh, Cause that's what it looks like. It, it, it was, it's was really fascinating to see not only last night, but the, the change that he's done uh, since the calendar turned May Another cool, cool couple things you got to experience were the uh, Kevin Kiermaier catches. Uh, how about them apples? Which one did you like best? The number, the the first one where he ball hogged Austin Meadows, and then the yes. awkward hug where Austin didn't even <laughs> hug him the, the the fully, or was it the Air Jordan? catch uh the second one which one well we've seen that we have i guess we sort of seen both of them before look there's a reason that kevin kiermeyer is called the outlaw it's not just stealing base hits and home runs from (laughs) opposing batters but it's also stealing plays from your teammates so we're (laughs) we're starting to see a trend here with kevin kiermeyer honestly Um, i don't have as big of a problem even though austin meadows life flashed before his eyes i don't have (laughs) as big of a problem with what happened there as what happened with Randy Arozarena because we do know that Austin Meadows has had some issues in the outfield, especially on balls going up and he has to reach back over his head. And I very well could have seen where uh, he just misplays it and, and it just drops. And I did hear and see on the replay that Kiermaier was yelling out. I got it. I got it. I yes. got it. And then that's the cue. If you're, <laughs> If you're not uh, you're, you're not up to Kevin Kiermaier's caliber, you back off, you move away, you yes. slide off, and that was it, it. Maybe it should have been something where Austin Meadows should have pulled off sooner once he heard Kevin Kiermaier speak. Right. Yeah. Um. So I don't have as big of an issue with that one. And look, we got. I, I know people are sort of trying to troll us where because there's been so much talk about the Kevin Kiermaier trade rumors and so forth. Look, we know he's a great defender. We know he makes plays like this. But at the end of the day, it doesn't change the fact that he'll really only stay healthy for you 105 games a year on average. He's going to give you now, it looks like a, a 215 average with a under 300 on base percentage. I think he's overpaid. I think that there's a team out there that may need him, that may need a center fielder. And from there, you can slide in Brett Phillips, Manny Margot, call up Josh Lowe, call up Vidal Brujan, and move on if it comes to that. That's just my opinion on the matter. No, and, and look, and I understand the the frustration with uh, with fans when when we may uh, say something negative about Kevin Kiermaier. Because look, as a race fan, you don't have, like I said yesterday, not have a lot of guys that you can pull for yeah. for years on end. Kiermaier has been that guy. If you bought yourself a Kevin Kiermaier jersey in 2014 look at all those look at all of the things that have happened to us personally since 2014 i mean we were college students in 2014 you know i mean it's crazy now we pay taxes dude uh so well it's it's one of us crazy who knows yeah there you go (laughs) don't spoil my game here what i'm trying to do let's also it's so funny because i was in the gift shop i walked into the to the stadium yeah and i see the the kiermeyer jerseys and i'm like nope not getting near that one. Not going to touch that one. Yeah. Too there late. was also, they still had Yoshi Satsugo ones Oof. as well. I were wanted to sale? check the price. I did not see. I wanted to check the price, but I guarantee they're probably still 40 bucks, 35 bucks. They're, they're well, still, you know, they should just, again, give those away to yes. some needy kids out there. That's all you got to do. I did give my, Hey, I helped out Stu Sternberg, even though uh shout out to, yes, I did buy a, uh, like a dry fit gray, Ray shirt in the gift cool. shop. So Stu, there's my 40 bucks. Thank there you, you very much. You can go pay your high price lawyer to get this lawsuit situated. <laughs> You're welcome. 
Uh, and also want to give a shout out and a thank you to Brennan Atkins for purchasing my tickets uh, yes. because we had a, a little fun wager that uh, uh, for the Super Bowl, whether it was going to be the Bucks or the Kansas City Chiefs that won the Super Bowl. Of course, he is a Kansas City fan. I am a Tampa Bay fan and I won that outright. Uh, so that was that was good to see. I also look. Did you eat anything at the trop? Okay, here's any, what any pig and potato? What what, what happened? Okay. Uh, I was a late arrival. This is this is my new thing. I'm never getting to a Rays game on time if I can help it. I, I'll arrive in the third or fourth inning. I do not care because I am not paying for parking. I will die on that hill. And I look, I left to go to the game at 730. Oh my god. Took goodness. me 25 minutes to get to the trap where I was. I pull in, really? no traffic, breeze in, don't have to pay parking. It was they let you in nice. no, with, 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 without paying. Well, I mean, I, I didn't have to pay for parking. I, I had my ticket on my cell phone. No, no, no. I'm not, sorry. I mean, I mean, the parking, like they just, it's wide open. No, because I mean, I arrived pretty late. I arrived like after eight o'clock. So, wow. Uh, and and by the way, what a that, that would be the game where I arrive like an hour late and the game ends up being one of the shortest of yeah. the year. But I was like, you know what? This was enjoyable. I like a nice quick ball game to go with, with everything. But I did not, alas, I did not get anything to eat. I had a little beer and okay. a, a little water, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to splurge too much. I figured, you know, spending 40 bucks on the, uh, on the t-shirt was enough there that I didn't have well, to go all out and, and try some of the, the food and so forth. Well, you know, I, I, yeah, maybe you, you got to put in some, some money for the fun. Cause you know, maybe yeah. Stu's getting in trouble and I I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about that this week. Right. At some point, at some point, I, who knows these things, like they just drag on and on. And I, I really salacious. To, to it's go salacious. With it. Look, I, it's sexy. Yeah. Money. Can, <laughs> that's, that's always uh, in the conversation when you're talking about the race, <laughs> but it's funny. Uh, so I was sitting with Brendan, his girlfriend, yes. And uh, believe it or not, his other friend and former co-worker, who is, guess this, the cousin of Alex Cora. How about Get that? out. No. No. And they look pretty similar, except this guy had a beard on. If he didn't have a beard, you would have thought, like, is this Alex Cora sitting in the outfield seats in row GG? My goodness. Does he have a fascination for Apple Watches or anything like that or no? I, I don't believe so. He's actually a Rays fan. And I, I mean, they don't really talk or anything like that. It's just one of those things like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm related to him. And cool. they go from there with that. But no, it was, it was a fun experience. You'd like to see a little bit more uh, fans in the seats. I mean, it was under 5,000 yeah. there. One thing, and I'm sure this is like something that's been around for a while, but what I do enjoy about the game experience now is that uh, when you're, you're watching the video board and the scoreboard, it, it posts the exit velocity and the spin yes. rates and the pitch type. And they're, they're adding analytics like OPS. And I, I like how they're kind of leaning into that aspect of things instead of just, okay, this was the speed of the pitch and there's nothing else. Right. Like they're really, really trying. I think launch angles included as well. Yes. So that's a pretty cool aspect. Uh, as well with that too so no it's uh, it's really cool what they're doing and you know what they're, you're the rays you're the the pioneers in this in this yes. area of baseball for the last 10 15 years so you know lean into it get your fandom to lean into it as well and then you have the smartest fans in baseball that is true uh investing can be complicated but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years wealth front makes it easy they have the right tools for every portfolio 
no manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings. Again, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB and get started today. Okay, we know uh, Built Bar, we've told you about this before, the greatest, best tasting protein bar on the planet. So many, so many delicious flavors that you won't get bored. They also have the occasional limited time flavor. You've got things like coconut, coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, the list goes on and on. There's a little bit of something for everyone. And Built Bars are healthy as well. Most of the flavors have somewhere around the range of 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, just four grams sugar, and four grams net carbs. So we know you're trying to get fit for the summer, going to the beach, getting outside a little bit. Uh, What better way to do that than to uh, get on the Built Bar plan there? Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, the numeral is 15, and that'll get you 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Okay, Ulysses, uh, I know you're a big hat guy. Uh, you love your Tampa Bay Rays hats, really all hats. I see in the background there on the Zoom here that you've got five mm-hmm. standing up, and in fact, I think I visited your place and I counted the amount of hats you have. I think it's like 18,000 or something like that. It's, it's amazing. You're, you're, you are to hats what Blake Snell is to Jordans and sneakers and so forth. So yeah, with yeah. that, uh, it's funny. There, there's a lot of scuttlebutt and controversy regarding new era caps in their new line of so-called local market caps that feature... Uh, Oh, MLB teams, area codes and, and other little markers that, you know, what makes this city significant and so forth. Um, so, of course, there is or was a Tampa Bay Rays uh, local market cap before it got to taken off the market. A couple little problems here. Uh, they, they put the area code as 813 instead of 727, uh, among other issues as well. Uh, they also included the phrase Tampa Bay Cigar City. Uh, there's a palm tree in orange, a flamingo, the old Devil Rays logo, and a state map uh, marking the team's first year of 1998. It's it's are you, like are you going to uh, buy this cap or you're not? Uh, you're not going you, you'll buy one to burn it. Something along those lines. Yeah, right. Uh, look, this this kind of looked like a project that somebody forgot about until yeah. like you know three hours before deadline. Like crap. Oh man, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, just quick Google search. Oh no, actually, I know, I know Florida. I know Florida. Uh, yeah. uh, flamingos. Boom. Put him. Uh, a Tropicana Field. Okay, orange. Got it. Okay, I need four more things. Four more things. Uh, uh, palm trees. Okay, got it. Boom. Uh, it, it just seems it's so late. It, it also looks like an art project done by a third grader. 
How you, yeah. are you seeing there, there's too much it's too, it's too busy i think too yes. too much things going on besides the fact and and look let's this this isn't like big market bias though they don't know tampa no. bay like a bunch of caps a bunch of cities had up. issues the kansas city royals one they didn't even have the right area code <laughs> for where the the royals are located either they they had like four area codes on their freaking hat and they couldn't even get the one that Kaufman Stadium is at so I, w- I would be like more on board with this hat thing like if you included all the area codes of the Tampa Bay area like yes if you included 727-813-941-352-863 all and w- who really even knows the new one Tampa- even yeah. the new one 656 is going to start next year right so like I mean right. how do you screw up the I mean in St. Pete like I mean we've always talked about it right in national media they go like oh here from Tampa and uh or here in Tampa Bay you know it's it's yeah. always been a point of contention but like to actually market this as a local market without yeah. any local market expertise whatsoever Tampa Bay is not a city okay yeah. cigar city T- Tampa Bay cigar city like it's Tampa just, Bay is not known for cigars. The city of Tampa, Ybor City, right. is known for cigars. So, That's so, a big difference there. Like St. Petersburg, I don't think they had a bunch of cigar factories or no. anything like that. Like uh, maybe uh, uh, maybe retirement homes. You could put that on the cap. You know, they'd be better <laughs> off. Like, hey, let, let's put a let's put a little sinkhole here. Let's put a little yeah. uh, indication of insurance fraud, pill mills. Then you got Florida covered. Then, then you're set pretty much. Fine, fine. But no, what they what they did with these local market caps, it just 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 drop the ball completely. And uh, no, I'm I'm not gonna buy one. And I, yeah, and you're right. They already took them away. It, it's uh, I think it's a cool so idea. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a cool idea. But just the execution was so poorly. It's kind of like you know. I think when you set up a hitter with a fastball outside and he goes mm-hmm. and he swings and then you go up a little bit and then he still swings it. And then you're like, okay, maybe curveball inside. And then it's right. the curveball kind of, you know, stays up middle and then you get hammered. Well, okay. Yeah. Poor execution, but it was a good plan. But yeah, that's exactly what I feel about these caps. Inter McGee, you done screwed up on this one. Yeah, he bet, again, he I, I think it fired. needs some more. Yeah, it, it needs some more tweaking for sure. Yeah, and you know what? It's like the only, I think the only reprieve I would give New Era for these hats and messing up the area code. There's really only one area code where I would accept this. Of okay, they sort of got the area code wrong, but it's still this general area. Three hundred five, three hundred five, Miami. That's okay. where I could get by. Like, for example, the Florida Panthers, I mean, their, their arena is in the 954, but you consider that South Florida. You consider that the Miami area. So if you want to slap 305 on that, I can be more and like, on board with that. 305 is like a very big area yeah. code. But 813 isn't big enough to... No. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, no, you just screwed up. You just screwed up this. It's 727. First of all, it should be 727 at the top of it. And then 813. Right. Uh, I, and I, don't, I know some people on, on Twitter were trying to kind of play up apologetic and say, hey, well, you know, St. Pete was 813 uh, a, a long time ago when, when the race started. But that's since 1998. So let's go back. The first year was 1998. So like 727 right. has You're started. You're reaching with that one. You're yes. really reaching. Yeah. Hey, we, I can get how new era can get confused. I mean, the university of South Florida is in West central Florida. Right. So there we we've, there's been some issues before, but again, just to solve that is and really, I mean, people don't even quite know 
what the Tampa Bay area, like how many county is that? In, like, uh, does it uh, include Hernando County? Does it include Manatee County? Where do, where's right. the cutoff line? Like, Lakeland? it's almost like, yeah. you're yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's included in the, t- like whatever you're including in the, the, the airport, the, the Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater metrics, whatever it may be. Also, they didn't include like uh, like a little beach or something on this thing. Like that no, would I be think, what you would want, yeah. like a little wave or a little something uh, splash of water. I feel like that would be more sand more appropriate just, to add it, in there. Just a, and you know a little bit of sand by the by the palm tree. Is that asking too much? Like the flamingo? Okay, fine, all right. I've been to Bush Gardens. But I get uh, it. Oh my gosh! So yeah, um, not gonna buy this hat. I don't think no. Until they, no, me uh, either. But until they make the tweaks. Honestly, what they could do, if you really want to simplify it, just have a hat with the Tampa Bay logo and then slap like 727 on the front or back or all the area, like really, like have, have a cap and put one of these logos on each cap. So one has a palm tree in the TB. One has an orange in the TB. Instead of making it super busy, all of it. we're going to yeah. throw these 10 things at it and cover the yeah. hat with it's- everything. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yes. It's just, just pick a couple, you know, you don't have, it's like that, that person that you see on uh, with driving the car with the lights underneath yeah. and the rims and the, and the, and the fuzzy dye or right. dice, you know, it's enough. It's like, sometimes the, the stickers, picture, the coexist yeah, and the whatever, you know, like just yes, pick one yes. sticker, pick one sticker, make it a locked on race podcast sticker and then move on. That with would be ideal. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes a pitcher out there, they, they try to throw six, seven different pitches and they're yes. mediocre below average. No, folks, if you've got two really good ones, three really there good ones, go. focus on that and scrap the others and go from that. And I think that's what uh, New Era should do yes. with this whole uh, ball cap situation. Okay. Uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, Ulysses, before we get to tonight's game, I do want to uh, bring up an email mm-hmm. that uh, one of our dedicated listeners sent us and has a little bit of a qualm with our uh, recent criticisms of one Kevin Cash, or sometimes known huh. as Kevin Crash. This email from George Hutchinson, who I believe has some sort of connection or relation to Mike Brasso, but uh, I will go ahead and move on with this email here. He says... Uh, I totally understand anybody can say what they want and say what they feel. But uh, so this was from yesterday after we criticized Cash, uh, you know, with the 11 game winning streak and the decision to take out Colin McHugh for Ryan Thompson. Uh, he says, but to turn on the podcast to listen about a team with an 11 game win streak, American League champion coming off the World Series and manager of the year, begin the show by questioning that manager. I'm not saying certain people can't get questioned, not at all, but I don't know. Maybe wait till the win streak ends. Just seems weird to come out firing. Nobody expects cash to be perfect, correct? 
good point. Uh, I think maybe the placement of the um, the negative feedback should not have been number one on the segment yesterday. I agree with that, George. Fair. Uh, yeah. That's a that's a fair criticism, and 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 I think we should take that into account. Um, no, I, I agree with him. Uh, I maybe okay. maybe the placement of the negative feedback should have been maybe in the second segment, maybe even the third segment. Um, but again, George, the team was doing so well even even if you include last night's you know defeat it was still a pretty close game it was a really right. good game uh i don't think you can point a lot of negatives yeah the bats were a little bit cold but i mean how can you not go go cold after 11 games where you're just crashing upon every other pitcher so uh i think when the team is so hot like that in in an 11 game winning streak there's not a lot to point out little things, mistakes. Right. And so we were nitpicking. And, and I think we said that we were nitpicking. But if we didn't, then then I guess that that's on us. But uh, no, I, I good point, George. And uh, I do. I, I agree with George. I think nobody is uh, above criticism. Uh, us put us in that buck, bucket. We right. appreciate every time that somebody tells us, hey, what about this? Or hey, what about that? And uh I think you were too harsh on cash. I don't think he's saying that we were harsh on cash. I think he's saying the placement was the wrong. Timing. And I, okay. The timing. And, and I agree with him. Uh, okay. Point Fair taken, enough. George. Fair enough. Is, uh, we, we know, okay, over the course of this podcast, Ulysses, you have not been shy about calling out a Kevin Crash moment. Right. Uh, do you think he is the best manager in baseball? Heart of hearts. That's, that's difficult. Um, that's difficult because, uh, like, how do you, how do you measure? Quantify. Yeah, right. how do you, I mean? Because if it's the American League champion, should it be should it be Dave Roberts because he's the World Series champion? I mean, you could say that. Maybe you but take then into again, account payroll and talent and how many exactly. wins you get based on that. And, and if you take IL, I, exactly IL counts. Look, I think what Kevin Cash does with not a lot of uh, payroll. And with a lot of injuries as of late, and uh, that shows that he is really good at his job. It also should not be a one-man kind of thing. I don't believe in that. And I think the Rays are literally built on not one man. So, again, I can't give Kevin Cash all the praise in the world because Kevin Cash has got Matt Quattraro next to him, okay? And he's got the front office, you know, right behind him, feeding him information that can help him win games. And, and, and he also has the best farm system in all of baseball. That's also going to be feeding him good players. So yes, I think he's good. I don't know if he's the best one just because it would be very difficult to quantify the best manager in baseball. And if you're the best manager in baseball at a certain point, like after one season, that doesn't mean that you're the best manager the next season either. Would you say in 2019 and 2020, he was the best manager in baseball or at least the best manager in the American League? I would say he was definitely top three. I think, okay. he, he, I think he earned that award last year. That's for sure. And I think in 2019, uh, going 96 wins with all of those pitching injuries and having the mammoths that are the Red Sox and Yankees right. next to you, that, that speaks very highly of him. I, 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 again, he's a good manager. But just like George said in his email, nobody's above yes. criticism. And that includes Mr. Kevin Cash. And, and that's why I also go, and again, we're not going to get into a whole diatribe here, but 
Cash gets a lot of the praise, uh, but when it comes to criticism, maybe sometimes, and this might be on us, this might be on others, like following the Blake Snell situation in the World Series, uh, nobody was talking about uh, Kyle Snyder or the front office and how culpable they were is part of that decision-making either. So uh, if you're going to praise Cash and criticize Cash, and it's not just a one-man show, then others within the organization deserve criticism Correct. as well. I, I, I just want this. I would love to speak to a front office person or a, a lifer in baseball and really yes. try to get to the nitty-gritty of how important or how detrimental a manager is to wins and losses. I think what we might be finding out with the Tony LaRusso situation in the White Sox that you could have a bag of sand manage yeah. a team, coach a team for the year. Or maybe it's one of those things where if you get the, the idea is to either have a, a guy that everybody loves or a guy that everybody hates and they try to win and, and play yes. in spite of him and are motivated by that. Like there's no in between. I, I don't know. I can't figure out who to, the, the little thing very well could implode before the year ends, but we're seeing an interesting dichotomy because he's made his share of mistakes. And yet, uh, uh, the, the White Sox, if I'm not mistaken, are still first in the central. Exactly. So you really don't know, but I, I feel like if, if you give praise to the, the Rays are not built on one person on the field. Right. And I don't think that's the way that they do it in the dugout or the front office. I think it's a, it's a, it's a group effort. So I, I do agree with that, but uh, point taken, George, thank you for, for writing us. Right. Thank you for listening to us. And, yes. and I hope that you enjoy this episode, maybe a little bit more than you did uh, yesterday's. Shout out to George. And again, uh, if you have an issue with something we say, we more than welcome yes. those emails. LockedOnRays at gmail.com. And, okay. And, yes. and, and, and Kevin, we're not afraid to put out the negatives out there either. So uh, again, if you have something with evidence and if you're polite like George was, go ahead and we will right. put them on and we'll put your thoughts on the air and, and we'll talk about it. Well, I think the other thing too is we're not just a PR machine for the Rays. We're not Neil no. Solons here. No. So that's the other thing to take into account. Okay, tonight's game, Mike Miner versus Tyler Glass now. Uh, Glass now got hit around a little bit last time. Was he tipping his pitches? Were Blue Jays batters peaking signs? Was he just a little bit off following the Willie Adamas breaking news? Uh, what are you looking at tonight between Miner and Glass now? Uh, well, I, I do think that the, the team looked pretty flat the first five innings, and that included basically all of – Tyler Glasnow's uh, outing. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm not concerned about Tyler. I think he's going to shove today. Uh, but let, let's... Complete uh, game. I'm calling it. If Rich Hill went eight against the Royals, <laughs> Glasnow's getting nine or eight no, and two-thirds. This is, the, this is the most important thing for, for Tyler Glasnow. Just everybody take a deep breath when that, that first pitch comes out of his hand and, and really hope that those three outs come rather quickly. If he has a quick first inning, you're in for the glass now show. If he gets in trouble, he uh, can get in very yeah. big trouble in the first inning. It's his worst inning. I think he has a above 70 ERA in the first inning, and then that drops dramatically in every other right. inning. So he does not like that first inning, and let's hope that today that's not the case, and he gets to a one, two, three inning, and then we're going to see T Glass uh, bring right. the show. And maybe the dichotomy of what Rich Hill brings and Tyler Glass now brings, maybe mm-hmm. that carries over and helps Glass yeah. now a little bit with that. I'll say this about Mike Miner. He's one of like, it's so funny how the Royals do this. If you notice that 
like a guy who's been with the organization with the Royals for a couple of years, he goes somewhere else for like a year or two, then comes back to the Royals. Mike Miner is one of those guys. Wade Davis is one of those guys. Yeah. Greg Holland, who I think yeah. is, who I thought had been in a, a Royals uniform for a hundred years. Apparently he, he went somewhere else for a year or two, then came back. Irvin Santana, Jared Dyson. And I asked our buddy, Brendan Atkins, big time Royals fans about uh, big time Royals fan about this. And he said, it's because the general manager Dayton Moore falls in love with these players and just has an itch to bring them back after they go away for a year and misses them, even though they might not be the same player. And that's why a lot of these guys are like, wait, haven't I seen this guy before in a Royals uniform? What's he doing back here at age 34, 35? You know, exactly. And that speaks to the different uh, type of, of mentality in the front office and the ownership, right? I mean, how close yeah. are you with these players so that you don't get attached, but you have to be close enough that, you know, you right. can't, you can't be, you know, the ass of yeah. the organization it, it, and, and never even know Austin Meadows' name. You know, you, you have to have a little bit of a rapport going on there. Yeah. For the most part, once the Rays get rid of a guy, he ain't coming back to a Rays uniform. Outside of Chris Archer, there's not many guys... Like that. Pena did it. He's so likable. Yeah. Pena's likable. Okay. There you go. But I will say the Rays won't have like six guys on one no, team no. <laughs> that were with them, you know, Never. five years ago and then come back from there. So yeah. that's a little interesting tidbit with that. Okay. Uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today and Locked on MLB podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow.